want to kiss some man real soon. Maybe that man is Joe Biden. Kiss Joe Biden. Oh, Joe Biden. I want to kiss these young boys. I feel like every time I do a Joe Biden impression, I do an Obama impression. And that's the problem with this country. That's right. You can't do a Joe Biden impression. It's hard. It's hard because you think presidential and you go right into the... I saw a comedian whose cadence was Obama and it really creeped me. Like weird and Really? Yeah. Like on purpose? No, no, no. They just like, for some reason... They had the same... That same cadence. Did you know that dating is weird? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a decent Obama. Like for a guy who doesn't do impressions and... Women... Be shopping. shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Now women... Women be shopping. But men... They be driving like this. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle likes to go shop. And I say, more power to you. More power to her. Yeah, Joe's uh, not fun to do. That is Obama just doing like, any, is anyone here on Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> well, <him> be- <laughs> he still is doing the yeah, pen. Doing He's still the, doing the pen hand. The, the hiding your thumb, pointing with your knuckle. What is that? It's because this is too aggressive. Okay. And they learned that this is like pointing your fingers like a dictatorship kind of a vibe. But what about Uncle Sam? That's a long time ago. Okay. Clinton was the one who like started doing the, the Bush, uh, uh, Herbert Walker and Clinton were the okay. ones that like started being very purposely like making a gentle fist, almost like they're fisting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, where it's the thumb and the, and the forefinger and the knuckle, the, of the knuckle of the pointer. And they're, they're, they're trying to get a point across, but we're not yeah. being too aggressive. Because I think Dana Carvey's impression of George H.W. Bush didn't have that. Right. I agree. Thousand points of light. He was doing two fingers. He was fingers. doing two fingers. Two fingers. And and a palms out. Palms out. Palms out. Thousand points of light. Mm-hmm. Kind of that thing. Doing good. Doing real good. Doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Dude, Obama as a, a as hack, a road dog, as a hack stand-up comedian. Uh, I don't go to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that shirt from? Are y'all two fucking? <laughs> uh, who fucking in here? Yeah. Is that is that uh, your wife or <laughs> your mother? <laughs> Yeah, man, he should do it. That'd be so awesome. He should go awesome. on the road. It'd be so awesome. Sell out It'd be just, I just, you know, he's already started podcasting, so why not yeah. do the transition from mediocre podcaster into awful stand-up comedian like a lot of people have done? It's interesting. Yeah, like I would like to see an ex-president do less political things and really branch out. I think someone should do the reverse Reagan. Oh, become an actor after the Yeah, fact? yeah, yeah. President to actor. That's a fun... Yeah, I like that. The reverse Reagan. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. You know who would have been great in Moneyball? George W. Bush. George W. Bush. He <laughs> already owned a baseball team. He already had a baseball team. He knew, he knew it. He knew the ins and outs of the game. Mm-hmm. We, we watched... I was watching Moneyball again. Mike walked in. I watched it with you so you didn't kill yourself. I'm doing fine. And uh, there's a scene in Moneyball where uh, Brad Pitt, he's the, the manager of the Oakland Athletics... Mm-hmm. And he's, he's trying no, he's the general manager, the general manager, which is o- different Oakland athletics. And he's in the scouting room. He's in the room with all the scouts and they're trying to pick uh, players to rebuild the team. And uh, all the scouts are old school mentality. And Brad's trying to do a different way. And his first uh, pick and the, he says it and they all like get upset and they're all just like, oh, no, that he's not he's a drunk or he's not good enough at this. So yeah. Mike and I just started uh, pretending we were Brad Pitt picking out really bad other characters. And it was really funny where it's like, all right, next cat in the hat. And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> bro. So, he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I he forgot. Sucks. That was really fun. <laughs> he's a he's, big, he's uh, big in a frightening <laughs> way. <laughs> Things like that. He's uh, he can't catch the ball. His, his palms don't close. His fully. hat is so big, <laughs> and it's. I part understand of him. a cat in a hat, but why is it a big? A I cat? understand a cat in a bonnet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe <laughs> even a safari hat. Why is striped? A big, big hat. like a big stovepipe hat. Yeah, stovepipe hat. But it's uh, beyond stovepipe. Next up. Cartman. Oh, oh no. my God! He's Don't. rude to his mother. He's so rude. He's so rude. He's a child who's fat. He's, that's not which good. Is bad. We can't pay a bad child to be fat. a bad to be a fat child athlete. <laughs> Just but <laughs> also rude 
and mean to his mother publicly. And then Brad Pitt points to Jonah Hill and is like, why do we like him? And he goes, cheesy poofs. <laughs> <laughs> the song about his friend's mom being a bitch. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like a South Park guy, though, so I don't you're, really Yeah, know. you're really not a South Park I'm guy. I'm not an anti- I wasn't the I wasn't I'm not like... Um, I'm not like one of those people that's like, South Park is the reason our society is this way. I just right. didn't like it that it much. It just didn't catch you. That's funny. Yeah, I'm not a huge um, cartoon guy in general. You're not a big cartoon I'm guy. Not a cart- I'm not a cartoon man. Did you like, uh, let's, I'm going to run through no. some cartoons I like. Okay. That are, that yeah, yeah, yeah. You- From childhood to now. Uh, no, more of adult stuff. I'm not going to, like, I don't care what kind of... Uh, Child, I don't, I'm not interested in the cartoons this? childlike. Let's fill some time. Let's fill some time. <laughs> I know you love The Simpsons. Love The Simpsons. Can't get enough of The Simpsons. Can't you, get enough of The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. At any point, were you into Do you know what guy? I'm referencing? No. The song Can't Get Enough of You, Baby. Okay. That's like a 70s song that was then uh, covered by Smash Mouth. The band? The band. <laughs> from Shrek. The band from Shrek. I never seen Shrek. Who, okay, here's a question I have about this. Okay. Anyway, we could make it. Ah, uh, no, no. The Simpsons. Where at any good. point were you into the Family Guy? Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. Okay, before pre cancellation. Okay, uh, network cancellation, not culture cancellation. Okay, so that's Fox kind of yeah. area. Let's move edgier, over a little. What? A little edgier. A little edgier. Okay, let's move over a little bit. Let's go almost lateral, but in, in mm-hmm. alt variation. Were you ever into home movies? No. I loved home movies. I never got into a lot of the... Adult Swim. Adults, early Adult Swim Cartoon Network stuff. So Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Ish. Okay. I liked it. Yeah. One of those things where it was when it was on, I was like, yeah. And I went and saw the movie in theaters. Okay. But I was just like, sure. I rode my bike with my friend Dave. We rode our bikes to... If anyone's from South Florida and remembers Movie Co., it's now a different thing. Okay. But is it, have you shown you pictures of the enormous Egyptian-looking movie theater? I think maybe like a long time ago you did. It's f- hilarious. It's, it's huge. It's like a Bass Pro Shop? It's like a You Bass know the Bass Pro, Pro Shop Pyramid? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's the, like that? It's beautiful. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Does it still it's look like that and has a different yes, name? it's a different name. That's Let me fine. look it up what Movie Co. became because it's really close to where I grew up. It was in Davie, Florida. Ride your bike in a child way or in a fixed, fixed gear, gear way? Fixed gear bike, okay. guys. We only ride our bike. We I drove to his house to ride our bikes. That's so funny. I Yeah, cause I wasn't living over there and I was living in Plantation at the time. That's but so we funny. went to see the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. What year did that come out? Uh, 2007, I want to say. Hey, Google, what year did the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie come out? April 10th, 2007. Interesting. Okay. And uh, movie film for theaters is very funny. Yeah. So look, look at this picture. Wow. Yeah. What the fuck? It's crazy. Now it's called Cinemark. Yeah, hey, that's still fine that's enough. That's still fun. At least it's not like AMC presents. But the inside is like Egyptian. That's so sick. Which is cool because it has nothing. Like it has nothing to do with movies. Not even a little. Zero to do with movies. They like, couldn't eh, have had it. movies less. But I can't tell you how happy it made me. Ancient Egypt. I'm regular Egypt. Yeah. They have movies all the time. I and mean. they had a lot of these things like sarcophaguses around. That's crazy. Crazy amount of money. Then they have a little sphinx. We went. On I don't trust the sphinx, by the way, asking me so many questions. Get the fuck out of here. Hey. Why don't you mind your business? Hey, hello. <laughs> ask me. How about, here's one question. How am I? Why don't you ask me how I'm doing? How about sphinx? this? How you doing, buddy? Um, I miss you. I, I love you. Kind of something like that. Uh, and we were the only two people in the, in the theater. That's very funny. great. I'm trying to think of what movies I've seen that I was one of the only people in the theater. Ooh. I saw the second. Um, Amy Schumer movie. I feel pretty. Is I feel pretty. One? Yeah, yeah. It was, was just me and one woman, and I was like, "We're on a date." I was just <laughs> <laughs> Her and I are on a date. Ma'am, we're on a date. Ma'am, we're on a date. It. Movie pass too. Mm, that why you're here? God, I can't remember if there was other people in the theater when I saw that. Roy Scoville was in it. Roy Scoville was in it. Underutilized. Oh, big surprise! Like in the movie a lot, but they didn't lean on his comedy. No, jobs. he could have been just some fucking guy. Yeah, it could be anybody. Yeah. Um, and no slight to him, but if they're gonna, be, he's gonna be not funny. Get a hot guy. Yeah, it's an interesting choice. Yeah, to get someone who's uh, unbelievably funny, genius, and and not use the thing he's great mm-hmm. at. Same with Bill Hader. Yeah, Bill Hader's hotter. I don't. Know. I think they're equal. I think they're equal. I, th- I, think, I, think, I think I'm underscoring how good looking Rory Scoville is. Yeah, I think they're both fine looking guys. Yeah, um, they didn't get to where they are based on their appearance alone. Alone. 
Yeah. Um, I don't remember how many people in the theater when I saw that um, movie where Will Arnett is, teaches a cop dog to... Oh, 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 yeah, that's a bolt. That's like an awful movie. That was like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And people were like, oh, it, it's actually, they use it for grooming for ch- for children. What? Oh, there was like a huge controversy like the day before, the day I was going to go see it came out because there's a a, um, a scene because what it was, they were trying to take a police dog who could talk, uh-huh. who was like a Rottweiler uh-huh. and put him into the... I don't think they could legally say, but like the Westminster Kennel Club dog show. Okay. And when you do that, when you're in the kennel club, they inspect the dog's everything. Mm-hmm. Penis. Okay. Penis and balls. Yeah. And there was a, like they were, because he could talk to the dog, obviously, because mm-hmm. the dog could talk. It was a talking cop dog. And they were basically like, you have to go to like a different place in your mind while they're doing that to you. And then people were like, well, that's like grooming. Oh. Like, so like if my kid is, if some guy is going to jack my kid off, uh-huh. <laughs> I really shouldn't say it like that, <laughs> but he would tell them the same thing. Jesus Christ. And I was like, I don't think whoever wrote this movie thought about anything at all. Right, right, right. I think they thought, I love $750,000. I can't get enough. I of love a new pool. Oh, I, my God. I, I, I can't new... believe how much I'm going to get a new pool out of Holy this. Holy shit. I'm going to get a G-Wagon. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so, That's yeah. a, what a twist to a film. What a twist. But an, that, an, that wasn't part of the movie. No, I understand. But like a twist in terms of what your intentions were. Yeah, what yeah, was, yeah. What was uh, uh, adjusted from it or what was, I don't know. You know, yeah. taken from it. The question I wanted to ask is I had this oh. walk. Oh, sorry. We're going through cartoons. I yeah, liked. I can't think of any other ones. This is, you can think of Family Guy, The Simpsons, and Home Movies. And Aqua Teen Hunger Hunt. Force. Okay. Metalocalypse? No, I, I, I wanted to like it. Okay. Because I was like, I should like this. I like heavy metal. Yeah. I like comedy. The clown is funny. I do cocaine. Oh, D- Dr. Roxo. Yeah. Yeah, I watched like the first, <laughs> bless you, the first season or so, and I was like, this is fine. Yeah. Um, I was way more into, so here's the weird thing. I was really into Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Uh-huh. Didn't like Tom Goes Tom Goes to the Mayor. Yeah, my, my high school girlfriend loved Tom Goes to the Mayor. Yeah. She didn't was very like ahead of her time. Yeah. I didn't like it that much, but I loved Tim and Eric's show. Mm-hmm. Went to Tim and Eric twice live. Wow. What do they do live? Um, they just fully it's talk. weird. They just fuck. They show some stuff. They show clips. They do like sketches, kind of. Mm-hmm. They have people from the show come out, like um, what's his name, David. After dentist? No, yeah, they have David after the dentist. <laughs> David out. before dentist. Yeah. Hey, how are you, folks? Hey, how you doing? I gotta go to the dentist. I don't know. <laughs> I, gotta, I think it's gonna suck, probably. <laughs> David before. David Leva Hart. I kept wanted to say. Um, David Foster Wallace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> David Foster Wallace come out. <laughs> Folks, have you considered the lobster? Come on. I beg you to consider the lobster. I'm begging you to consider the lobster. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, DJ Doug Pound would always open for them, and I would always- Sick. Oh, I mean, always. I saw him twice. I met him. I told you that? I think so. Oh, yeah. I met him when I was in LA when we get brunch. Yeah. I'm like, eh. DJ Doug Pound. Yeah. <laughs> so- Nice guy. Yeah. I bet. Dog. Get a dog. I mean, hope so. Mm-hmm with a name like that amen um but you i found him so incredibly funny great um you used to listen to the champs right mm-hmm. i love the i think it's one of the best podcasts ever and him doing <laughs> drops during yeah. the champs it also makes sense why he stopped doing it yeah because it got kind of like a little bit more serious mm-hmm. and you can't just be like there is racial inequality in hollywood and then he's like dj doug DJ in the doug. mix <laughs> but i found it i don't know man very fun yeah um what are the other cartoon shows i think targeted that's, i think this is dead adults and that's it if you can think of one fucking hell it yeah um remember. but wait what were you gonna ask before i oh the question i was wondering mm-hmm. like uh because because seinfeld yeah, is going fuck to, you. thank you seinfeld <laughs> is going to netflix the television show the television not show the man seinfeld. yeah um, yeah. which is like, you know, yay, more money for Jerry. Don't care. What I'm curious about is who do you think had the smallest role in Seinfeld that doesn't have to work because of it? Oh. Because of residuals. And I don't know exactly, I don't think everyone it, gets residuals. Because they play it so much. 
because they played so much. Yeah. I'm really curious who's the lowest rung. I mean, because I'm thinking like either George or Jerry's parents. Mm. But they're all dead. That's the thing, because they're all dead. Newman? Newman, maybe. That's like... But he's worked since then. Yeah, but not Did, so is Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying... So like, all of it. Not, uh, not having to work is... It has to be a character that's in this show for a couple seasons, just not a lot. Like, mm, Peterman, maybe, or Putty. Putty, for sure. Um, if he gets residuals. For, Banya? I mean, I'm sure, he, I'm sure they get residuals on whatever episodes they're in, because people... We know get residuals on stuff, right? Okay, so if you're in an episode, you get residuals. I think it's yeah. I think it's a thing where it's like it's not like a tier thing. You have to be this many episodes. Yeah, or it might just be like a uh, like I don't know, man. We should probably know about stuff like this, but we're not uh, wanted in Hollywood, really. So or New York or New York. People don't want us anywhere, really. <laughs> Our feel, landlord wants us out, <laughs> dude. I f- I'm gonna kill her. We gotta move. I don't want to, though. I know. You just did all this I work. just did so much work, and I made us my space so nice. We I should, know. Bobby, move out, but... It's going to happen. She's gonna, She's either going to die, or she's going to drive if us she, insane. If she dies, I would... I think I might cry <laughs> from joy, and then throw a party. Oh, yeah, dude. What we, everyone wears Timberlands and knocks, stops yeah. around. And um, let people inside the house. Yeah, my bet. Yeah, I think that's you made a great point. It's probably the parents. They probably didn't have to work after that. Yeah. Or made Especially enough because they didn't have to live for that long. Yeah, you don't have to work very long when you're already dead. Um, uh, Uncle Leo, maybe. Uncle Leo, yeah, maybe. Yeah, my bet's either Putty or ba- Banya or... Yeah, Peterman. Peterman. Someone who's been multiple seasons. Because a lot of characters aren't a lot in one season. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wish we could find the an- actual answer to this. That's fine. I think it's better to spe- speculate. That's dude. What do we do better? You want to do an energy drink corner? Yeah, sure, man. Oh, my I'm letting you drive the boat so... today. You what? I'm letting you drive the uh, boat today. And I'm dri- now I'm driving the bus. And now I'm driving the boat. Uh, okay, so ladies and gentlemen, speed three and, and on a boat. Was speed two on a boat? Speed two was on a boat. It was. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe was the villain, mm-hmm. and the 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 boyfriend was some guy who I've never seen after. You know what I found out what? recently? I saw it on Twitter. Hmm. Willem Dafoe's first name, William. Hilarious. He's William Dafoe. That motherfucker. And he's like, I'm Willem. <laughs> That's like Topher Grace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go by Christopher. What if, what, what if, because in the um in SAG, you that's why Michael B. Jordan is yeah, Michael yeah, B. Yeah, Jordan. Because yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. They can was, only be one. Yeah. Michael Jordan's in SAG because of Space Jam. Because of Space Jam. Exactly what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Buddy, I want you to have that one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need everyone. If we say... I'm just glad somebody say it. Yes. Say it. Said it. I'm glad say it to someone. That's like that thing in Green Room. uh, Not the movie, the TV show with Paul Provenza. Uh The one where they're all trying to shit on Bo Burnham at the same time. And Gary Shandling gets to it before Mark Maron does, or Mark Maron gets Mark to Maron it. Mark Maron gets to it first. Before Gary Shandling, and Gary Shandling's like, I'm just glad somebody got yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Unbelievable. Man. You were making a point, and then you, made, uh, then you diverted off to that. What was the point I was trying I to make? I don't remember. What were we just talking about? Um, <laughs> anyway, whatever. William just... Defoe is William Defoe. William Defoe. Topher Grace. He probably, but what if there was a Christopher Grace in SAG? Oh, yeah, there probably is. And then he had to be like, I had to go by Topher. Or maybe he just got called Topher by his parents and yeah, he's like, knows. that's my name. It's just a stupid sounding name. I think it's like, yes, but if he's like, call me Topher, you gotta, gotta. Yeah. I'll like some people that. at my job call me Michael. I'm like, that's not how I introduce myself to you. Mm. I introduce myself to you as Mike. But I see, I feel like they're adding a layer of respect to it. If you introduce yourself as Michael and someone calls you Mike, it's like, oh, my name is Michael. Then yeah. I see that as disrespect. Okay. Someone's just adding a little bit. Like, I feel like it's a compliment, even it's, if it's not what you want necessarily. Does it make, does it, make it better or worse that it's a British guy? Better. Okay. That, that's fantastic. And he smells really nice. That, I bet he does. I love this guy already. I think you might. I think you might like him. <laughs> All right, good. He's a really nice guy. Oh, I love that. There's some guys at my job who aren't nice guys. Oh, he, yeah. But here's the thing. 
He makes me a little bit uncomfortable because he thanks me too much sometimes. That's a fine thing. If you are uncomfortable, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, a me. That's a, a me it's thing. It's so hard. He goes, "Thank you so much," and I go, "No problem." He goes, oh, "I really appreciate it." And I'm like, "Buddy, I just, I, did, you printed something out and I brought it to you." <laughs> it's so hard to win with you. <laughs> it's like you have to thank me the exact Exa- amount. I mean, <laughs> because then it feels like you're patronizing. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You have to- <laughs> You have the highest ceiling, or no, the highest floor for being disrespected and the lowest ceiling. Yeah, 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 for being respected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's a it's it's a can jam (laughs) slot. (laughs) Yeah, you very much know which one can fit through. Absolutely. Okay, we're at energy drink corner, baby. We have corner water. It's water. water. Drink it up, bitch. That gives you enough energy. did Did this come with a package, or was it separate? I think that came with the package. Wow, well, thank you so much. I can't remember who the I'm was. so sorry. I'm we not going to... love you. Thank you, you so much. We have a And we appreciate you. And really, I appreciate you the most because this is the, my favorite brand that anyone's yeah, ever sent uh, us. Like, on average, a fantastic brand you drink. Yeah. Alani and you. This is... I started Bree- a... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I started a CVS recently. That's great. This is Breezeberry. That's not a real flavor. No. I actually, I started a while ago and I texted a picture of it to you because I thought you'd be as excited as I was and you were like in Florida and you're like, cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like also like 9 a.m. And I'm sending you a picture of an energy drink. Like, isn't this exciting? And you're probably like, one, I'm concerned. Two, I'm like with my family. Oh, man. Uh, 200 milligrams of caffeine, zero sugar, gluten-free, vegan. 200 is a Biotin, lot. Biotin, B6, and B12. So my pubes are going to look fantastic today. Biotin is hair. Hair. Stuff. Um, Biotin is it hair. No like, problem. Let's just try it. Yeah, man. 200 milligrams is a lot of caffeine for a drink of that size. Because it's, bi- it's the, it's the, the, the larger Red Bull size, not the traditional Red Bull size. The one up. 12 ounce? 12 ounce. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's it. Razzled Breezeberry. It's... So blue raspberry. A little vitamin-y, like. but... Huh. I can't put my finger on the exact flavor. Yeah. It's... I'm going to be honest with you. What is it? It has notes of Febreze. Yeah, a little bit. You're right on that. Yeah, it's like when you walk in a room and someone just sprayed it and you have your mouth open. Yeah. But not terrible. But not bad. This is maybe the... Hmm. My least favorite of the Alani's. But it's not really... I still like it. It's not bad. I just can't. it's a little perfumey. Oh, you got a water thing for Chuck. Yes, I was. I was. That's gift- what the noise was. Yeah, I was gifted that from from uh, friend of the show, Brittany. Oh, Brittany. Because her Brittany? cat didn't like it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if Chuck likes it either, but I took his other water ball out of here because I'm like, well, we got to figure it out. If you don't like it, I'll take it away. But I didn't fucking spend any money on the thing. Why would you not like it, Chuck? Chuck, hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah, because I think there's some cats that this kind of like shoots it up and then. I see. So, and some cats like it only when it's falling down. That's hilarious. Yeah, I don't hmm. know. I, I don't mind this. I, I don't mind. I just can't figure out what the flavor is. I wouldn't say blueberry. I wouldn't say raspberry. Blue. It's blue raspberry. That's blue raspberry. That tastes like that crazy um, energy sparkling water I drink sometimes. Mm. It's very artificial. Like it has no ties to flavors in nature. Yeah. Sweet candy. Hmm. I'm really Sour straw. Tastes like a sour straw. Sour straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get like a little bit of pineapple tang at the end. It's that tartness, that sour a little. But I would drink this. Yeah, I would drink it too. Hmm. I think it's a... 3.25. Yeah, that's perfect. 3.25. I believe you. Breezeberry from Alani. I believe you, and, and you. I believe in you, and I believe in Alani, and I believe and again, in our Lord and Savior great Jesus branding. Christ. Branding, really great, phenomenal. Really makes you think it's all natural. It's all natural. It's good. For I don't you. think I would it's not, not be embarrassed at all. We carry no, this around. No, not even a little. Zero Beautiful. cows. Huh? Zero cows, right? Z cows. Zero sugar. Wait, let me double check. It says zero sugar. Fifteen calories. I'll take fifteen calories. What's the? I mean, I take a lot. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't matter to me really. (laughs) Energy drink wise, it doesn't matter. Everything else, I try to go diet. Do you want more? I'll take another sip. Are you trying to kill it? No. I was wasn't sure if I was gonna put it away. All right, you want to do some questions? Yeah. Okay, baby. 
We got one in the messages too. Okay. Like oh, and we have one from a while ago. I want to make sure I, I kind of screenshot. I think that's the one. I think that's the same one we're talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here it is. It is from because I look at the messages too, and I love to we answer you. And you never know who you're going to be talking to on the. So on watch the your tone. Unless it's nice. Yeah. And keep that tone. We love that. No one's been disrespectful. Never. I don't know why I talk like people are disrespectful to me other places. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everywhere I go. This is from Ash. Here's a question for the next pod. Okay. Who is a plus one? Who as a plus one would be more as a plus one at a wedding? Mike or Diego? Wait. Are there words missing from that? Scroll up. More fun. There it is. Okay. I would say, realizing now, who would be a more fun plus one at a wedding? That's a good question. Oh, we could look up. They asked in in another way that was funnier. In addition, I wanted to know who between you two is more fun at a wedding as a plus one and who is more agent of chaos. Yeah. I now also want to know if Diego would ever ever try Bahunt? I don't know what Bahunt is. I'll look that up. B-U-H Bahurt. Hurt? Let's see what that is. So, so start answering the question and I'll look that up. Yeah, one second. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. I think the answer is... Oh, it's like uh, jousting, like like a medieval melee oh. weapons. Didn't Brian just do that? Is that what he did? I think so. I think Shane does something like that. Shane does some variation of that. Yeah. Would I do it? Yes. I'm not buying anything. Okay, yeah. If someone's like, hey, we're doing this... In an hour. I got the equip. I got the gear for you. I'm, quip, I'm quipped up. I would fuck those dudes up. Yeah. But you're not interested in it. No. Yeah. I don't think it's... I would never do it because I don't want to be hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's not like a judgment thing. It's mm-hmm. that I don't want to... It's the same reason I don't play paintball. I've never played paintball, really. It's fun. I'm sure I did it, it once. Is. It's fun. But it's I've a done it like, once. Oh, fuck, it hurts. Yeah, I've done it once. Yeah. I'm good. I don't need to do Bahunt. Great. I don't need to do any hurting. Okay. I don't need to get hurt. Let's move into the question. Who would be um, a more fun plus one slash who would be more of an agent of chaos? I think the answer to both questions is you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, because I think I'm too... Um, it depends on whose wedding it is. Absolutely. Because I'm a pl- if I'm a plus one, that means I'm not invited to the wedding. It means they don't, the people, you don't know the people. And I think you have no problem... Being like, let's fucking dance. Let's yes. get this fucking party started. Yes. And I'm that's not me. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of just like, I'll I I will dance. You will dance. I will have fun. I will not be the catalyst for it. Right. And agent of chaos is like, let's fucking let's pick Take the our groom. shirts off and jump into yeah, the pool. That would never be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping in the pool, I would I would jump into the pool second. Yeah. I wouldn't jump into the pool first. Right. I would I would let the person jump in the pool. I'd gauge the reaction. Mm-hmm. Gauge smart. the reaction Just of the crowd. Because what's worse than being the only wet guy afterward? Like yeah, imagine, yeah. And what if what, what if I was also like, let's jump in the fucking pool? And they're like, hell yeah! And they jump in the pool. And I'm like, ah, everyone seems to be mad. I'm got you good. Oh, it's cold. Never mind. I'm yeah, no, nah, man. Fuck this. Yeah, I thought about this too. I'm like, because I am very pro dancing at a wedding. I yeah. love dancing. You'll at a dance. Wedding. You fucking. You'll dance the night away. Well, you got moves. I got energy. I got moves. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of an agent of chaos I'm going to be at a wedding. I'm not going to be pranking people. Yeah. I'm not going to be rude. Especially not at a wedding where I'm not a plus at a one. wedding where I'm a plus one, man. If it's my friend's wedding. Oh. The last wedding I went to, my yeah. friend Jay, uh, they got married, uh, Jay and Kate, and they're two friends, and everyone that was there, that's an ins- that's close like, friends. Yeah. And it was, you know, some people I didn't know, but like enough of my friends were there. They're like, oh no, this is a friend hang. Yeah. We danced the whole time. And what's the, okay. So you're at a, you're at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Everyone's covered in tattoos, mm-hmm. alternative, hardcore, metal, yeah. punk. What's the playlist at a wedding like that? I feel oh. like I've only been to one. Uh, most of my friends aren't married. Mm-hmm. I can't think of one hardcore song. That, no, I, think I know what I'm saying, like, but like what? It's all just fun, like party. Fun party. Fucking like, Kesha. Yeah. Whitney Houston. Yeah. Fucking, literally like, let's uh, let's relax. Mambo number five. Let's have fun. Yeah. Like down <laughs> like the shit. line, what yeah, you think okay, it would be. Yeah. Okay. I think a little bit more uh, Morrissey than on most. Okay. Artists, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm in, man. Yeah. That's about it. But yeah, that last one, that wedding was fucking great. Yeah. I danced with my ex-girlfriend. And that was fun. How did that make you feel emotionally Fine. afterwards? I thought we were good. Didn't spiral? No, not at all. Actually, it made me feel better. Okay. Um, Because since we've broken up, I've gotten like way hotter. 
Okay, yeah. And she's still, she got hotter too, but it's just like, I feel I feel like we, none of us like dropped off. Oh, okay. We're like, yeah, okay, yeah, we're, yeah, all, yeah, we're both yeah, doing yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you were dancing with her like, look how much I don't love you anymore. Look how much I don't need you. <laughs> look, I don't love you anymore. I don't um, think about you in our relationship all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think I, I, I think you have the capacity to be a very fun plus one. I think I, can, I think it just depends a little bit more with you. I think I can be very fun. I don't. I'm not a bummer at a wedding. No. I don't. I like to have fun. Like when we go out to parties. Yeah. And they're like dance parties. You dance more than I do. Mm-hmm. I like to stand in the corner and talk, not talk shit, but fucking goof around and shit. Yeah. You know, and talk shit, of yeah. course. But it's not that. It's not my main objective. But I'm hanging out. If I'm there with a girlfriend, I'm dancing with her. Absolutely. I'm talking with the people I know. But I'm not. I don't, especially because we don't drink. I'm not like making a lot of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm strengthening bonds. Yeah. But I'm I not, think but the I'm best. Not, is if let's say a woman's listening to this, I would love I that. that. I would love if a woman would listen to our podcast. If a woman has a plus two and she brings both, both of, of us, us, you even can't if get you're a, a stranger. <laughs> how about this? If you are a woman, uh huh, awesome. First of all, hello, congrats. Hi, hold on, put your mouth close to the ear hole. We love you. We love you. <laughs> we are your boyfriend. We are your boyfriend. <laughs> we are your boyfriend. If you're a woman who lives in the New York metro area uh-huh. or can provide transportation. Mm-hmm. Diego and I will be your plus two for a wedding. Absolutely. Or if you're a listener. <laughs> you're like Batman coming into that, yeah. that rooftop party with a bunch of women around him. Yeah. If you are a listener and you want, uh, and you're getting married. And you're getting married. Congratulations. And you want us to be guests. Mazel tov. And you want to fly us out. Yeah. We'll do a podcast at, we will record a podcast. In your hotel at room. At your wedding. <laughs> And we'll have yeah yeah. We'll, like, think how there's people like walking around with a camera. We'll we, do a podcast. We do a podcast. We have, we have the podcast table at your wedding. We sit next to the photo booth, and whoever can come over and talk to us, they can talk to us. Mm-hmm. Well, we will prominently feature you and your partner. Absolutely. And we will wear suits. There should be a vegan meal because obviously we, we insist that there's a vegan we meal. Insist, or you. A ve- a, hold on, a vegan meal for each of us. For I each of us, not one. No, no, no. I knew what you were thinking. thinking. Or a, or <laughs> a, or a Postmates stipend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. We got a per diem for Postmates. Beautiful. I've well, never Postmates. used Postmates, have you? No. Is Postmates the one where you can order stuff that's not at restaurants that are on delivery apps? I think so. I don't know. I so you can be like, oh, I want... Oh, shit, don't lose. Okay. I want you to go pick up uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Here we go. I find that disgusting. Okay, we got to move on to other questions. I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I haven't looked at any of these yet, so okay. I apologize that they're not great. Here we go. Casey McGowan well, not, asks. How about this? It's not your fault if they're not great. Great point. Our dear friend Casey McGowan. Thank you, asks, former guest. Former guest. Former guest in front of the show. Casey McGowan made a movie. Uh, asked. Unbelievable. Why do people think that an A24 is a what well, that A24 is a genre of movie now? good question really good question because when you brand yourself well mm-hmm. chuck's behind you yeah people will treat you like a genre yeah that's so funny you just sat there like i literally stood up leaned, leaned forward for two seconds and he and chuck rushed to, to get behind, behind me you know um, what he loves me and that's you know, nice um that's my answer branding good branding good branding um when people say A24, they just mean independent now, basically, when they describe but I think that means a certain... Um, stylized independent film? Very stylized, um, specific kind of camera work and like color palettes okay. and and things like that. Uh, lower budget, not super... Um, more towards the drama end, but not always. Because like Lady Bird was an A24 movie, and that's like drama, but also funny. Comedy, yeah. Yeah. Spring Breakers, funny, you mm-hmm. know, shit like that. But yeah, I because it's the um, people think A twenty four. I think is a is a genre because it's the biggest independent thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's um, it's the kind of thing where people who are like, oh, I was weird in high school. I listened to My Chemical Romance. It's like yeah. they were like a platinum selling artist. Like it wasn't like weird. It was like. They were popular. Yeah. They were very popular. They sold at arenas on their reunion tour. Like, yeah. so it's not like I think it's that kind of thing. It's it's a it's to have this kind of sense of being. Uh, you think you know something that's undiscovered, mm-hmm. but I think also we live in a, a bubble in New York City where people know things like this more. Right. 
That's a good point. Like, if you just go to, like, fucking Topeka and you're like, who here loves the lobster? You're going to find, like, six people. Yeah, they're going to think you mean lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, yeah, I think <clears> it's that um, no one knows anything and they just want to sound intelligent and they want to sound like they know what they're talking about. Great. Um, okay. Uh, N.A. Canner asks, growing my hair back out from a buzz cut. Any mm-hmm. tips? Um, get a hat. Get a hat or just get... Um, it's going to suck, but get more haircuts than you think you're going to want. Yeah. Get just fa- keep like, getting fades until getting it grows fades. out. Unless you want... I don't know, man. Depends, depends on what you, you want. That's depends on what you want. Assuming so think, you want a normal guy haircut, just get some fades. Get until, some fades until it grows out. Yeah. Or, if it's going to be fall soon, get some hats. Get some beanies. Get a beanie. It's beanie season, baby. Get a beanie. Get a fucking baseball cap. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. When I grew my hair out, because I was shaving my head for mm-hmm. years, oh, um... And I decided to grow my hair out in spite of my ex-girlfriend and uh, to spite my ex-girlfriend. And, uh, cause she didn't want you to grow your hair out. No, I guess cause she wanted me to grow my hair out. So then you did it after you guys broke up. Yeah. I kind of, I didn't do that to spite my ex-girlfriend, but I had an ex who kept being like, you should really grow your hair out and have a beard. Like it would look so good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm never doing that. Yeah. And then I did it now. And I was like, yeah, she was right. She was right. She was right. I look um, great, but so I just wore a hat for, four months in a row yeah no one i didn't show anyone not mm-hmm. that i was cared but like i was just like i'm wearing a hat i had a buddy who grew his hair out from bless you from like shaved to long and he wore a lot of bandanas and it wasn't a great look oh yeah i don't like that that david foster wallace style or like fucking Brett michael hulk hogan style like all the way tied isn't like, that what david foster wallace does no david foster wallace had a re- has a really big fold Oh, okay. Oh, I thought he wore all the way. No, because he had a ponytail too. Oh, okay. All right, pretty good. Yeah, like that, like like that comedian we like looking at pictures of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Cool Bloom asks, boys, give me a good stand-up special to watch. Slash, did you see? Did you see Andrew Andrew Casertano blowing up? Uh, uh, let's enter the second part first. No, I love Andrew. I just don't know what you're talking about. Like blowing up, like getting really popular. Oh, great. Do you see him blowing up? Is what? The, oh, oh, Do you see oh, him blowing I thought up? Like, did you see that he blew up? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do yeah. I see him Do you see up? him blowing up? Possibly. I I think he's if, if you don't know Andrew Casertano, he's a he's a New York comedian who has a very very distinct style. Yeah. Very a very singular comedian. I've yeah. never really no seen like anyone him. like him in a good way. He's great. There are some comedians you say I've never seen anyone like this in a bad yeah, way. In a bad way. But um, he's really great. He's so specific. He's sing-songy, he, and he's, he but in a, taps the mic. And yeah. He's interesting. He's great. If you want, uh, the only roast I've ever done was against Andrew. He's yeah. impossible to roast because- He's so- he, He's like, it's uh, like uh, rap battling Eminem, where it's just like, you you made fun of yourself before I can. So that's I can. what it was. That's why, I think that's why I won my mm. roast battle. Yeah. Because it was, I roast battled Rosebud, and she was like, there's so many things I don't know what to focus on. And yeah, I was like, it's wild. Mm-hmm. But I don't- um. I mean, I've never thought about the idea of Andrew Castellano blowing up because I don't really I'm, think about anyone that's not yeah. me. But I hope so. I like yeah. him, and I think he's funny, and I think he's really nice, and I, I think, think he's really, sweetheart. I think he's really original. Yeah, so I would love that. I would like it. It wouldn't affect me in any way, so I don't really care because mm-hmm. I'm uh, obsessed with myself only. Right. But I hope I'm rooting for him. I root. I'm rooting for him. I hope everyone can become successful and i hope everyone can get some nice paychecks that's great and that's my stance but i th- i do have an affinity for him and i think he's very funny and mm-hmm. nice so yes i hope so so give us a stand special recommendation maybe something that they might not have seen i don't know what the fuck they see but like you know. i don't know because you listen to this podcast so maybe you like are like into I'll, comedy i'll give you one that i i rewatched very recently that i love and i realized probably one of the worst stand, first stand specials i ever rewatched a lot oh because we had it on our computer because my brother downloaded it for some reason or bought it whatever yeah um there's no way eddie izzard's dressed to kill oh yeah you love that i one. love that special so much yeah it's so uh singular it's so um original like even that like it was like filmed in like 97 and it, it's just really really great yeah uh i think it's on i think i watched it on hulu i believe on hulu hulu baby so that's mine eddie yeah. izzard's dressed to kill um i mean we mentioned him already earlier if you haven't seen the new rory scoville special oh yeah that's on youtube where he um does unscripted hours of stand-up for a week straight in atlanta 
it's really interesting and really funny. He has one of the cool, one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's great. What else? I mean, the thing that Diego and I have probably watched the most is Patrice O'Neill's Elephant in the Room. We watched it. It's so the greatest Santa special ever made. It's I the think. One. I think nothing's ever been better. Um. I don't know. I feel like I haven't watched a lot of stand-up lately, like uh, specials, but also because it's... Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, I just mentioned it. Rosebud Baker just had a special come out on the Comedy Central YouTube. You yeah, can, check you out can that. watch that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched anything new lately, but there's not a lot new coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, just watch Patrice O'Neill. Just watch room. Patrice O'Neill. Hot Rod Rules asks, have either of you had a near-death experience? Um. Oh. I guess physically near-death, but I wasn't necessarily the one in danger. Does that make sense? No, you were close to death. Yeah, well, but two you, times. No, no, no. I think they're asking if we have been yeah. close to death. I don't think so. Not as far as I know. Maybe there was like a guy with a gun around the corner from me and he was like, I'm going to shoot this motherfucker. And then someone was like, yo, they're giving out free sandwiches at Arby's. And then he yeah, fucking bounced. Turn. Hmm. But no, I don't think so. Yeah. I, the closest, like probably that, that drive by I was next to. Yeah. Okay. Well that's, yeah, that's different. You were like next to it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's pretty close. That's close to death. Yeah. But again, I wasn't the I wasn't the target. But you could have been Something could happen, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bullet could bounce. I was a fucking little kid, who knows? Yeah. Um and you could see it happen. I watched it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's close enough. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever been in anything. I mean, like I've had I've been around when people have pulled guns out and shit, but mm-hmm. like not really at me. Yeah, yeah. But still. But like, yeah, I don't know. I've been hurt a bunch. I've been in a bunch of car accidents and shit, but it's not like, um, I don't know. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go so far to call it a near death. I, I don't, I don't, I think a near death experience can be almost considered like a trauma and I don't consider any of these like, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess when I got almost ran over by a, a van on my bicycle, oh yeah, the bike accident. that was close. That's close. That was close enough when I was, my, my bike got dragged under a van when it was trying to turn into a parking lot in front of me. So that was close. But I luckily got, thrown off the bike yeah because it hit a curb and i went the other way i went to the right when the bike was going to the left jesus so that could have been really bad or at least it would have been run over by a van when we were in miami we were riding bikes and there's a weird area of miami that's very very old it's like basically like a bunch of like spread out kind of like vaguely like plantationist kind of feel yeah yeah yeah. it's very very dark and we're riding through it and we're just there's four of us like really compact like Mm -hmm. on bikes and it's boom a car just goes like inches, inches in front of us out of Holy nowhere. Shit. You guys didn't One have lights those, or anything? Huh? You guys didn't have lights? No. We yeah. did have lights, but it's like... Oh, it's, it's, but it doesn't matter. Dark. Yeah. Like little fucking light. Little yeah, 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 yeah. But like matter. it was one of those Mercedes SUVs and just like the... like I, I We didn't even hear it. Yeah. It was it, going so fast that you couldn't even like... Whoop, zoom. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so that could have been bad, but we, you know, luckily nothing happened. So we're still alive. Which is nice. And uh, it's, it's nice to the be Ray alive. Lopez asks... Talk about a time you bombed so hard it made you rethink about pursuing comedy. A lot. Hmm. So many times. Talk about. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think. It's like it's one of those things that's happened so many times that It's like, yeah, I can't pick, pick up specific. I mean, I think I specifically have a really hard time dealing with bad sets. Mm-hmm. I think when we were in Philly and I thought I had a really bad set and it was like actually fine. I was in a really awful mood the next day. Mm-hmm. That Saturday, mm-hmm. and I was like kind of fucking cranky. And yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad, but I was also like, yeah, what are you going to do? Am I going to be fucking happy all the time? Mm-hmm. No. It's... uh. But I, I felt like... Because it's, a, it's, a, it's levels to that where it's like I fucked up or I wasn't good enough to not have a bad set. And then it's like, well, then why am I... St- it's like you know all the all the all the reasons of spiraling or like the thought processes of me when I spiral where it's like because I don't feel joy really mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. general but I don't feel joy after a good set mm-hmm. really I feel fine because I'm like that was my I feel I feel great during it mm-hmm. and then afterwards I like I feel like whatever because I'm like well it was my job to do well 
Mm-hmm. It's my job to do well at comedy. That's what I'm getting paid for. Well, so then when I have a bad set, I fucking spiral out about it. I can't handle it sometimes. But you see how that's ridiculous. Absolutely, but I'm th- but this is that's how, how this is how it works. This is how my brain works. From the outside I know. Mm-hmm. But cuz in my head I'm like, well I'm the comedian, so I should go up there and I should be funny mm-hmm. and I people should like it. I don't have to murder every set which would be an insane thing but i'm like i should have a good set most of the time Uh uh-huh and especially if it's my fault that i'm not having a good set because sometimes it's not your fault sometimes it's not your fault yeah but you know sometimes it is is. yeah yes you know what i knew i knew it was yeah that was very clear your fault yeah um but my my thought process is like okay i didn't do well so then i beat myself up because I didn't do my job correctly. The only job I've ever tried at. I didn't do that correctly. Oh, my my friend made a mistake bringing me out here. Mm. I fu- and I fucked something up for my friend because he vouched for me mm-hmm. to, to do this thing. And then I'm like, well, why? Like, oh, if I'm not doing well, it's because I'm not good at this. And if I'm not good, I've wasted my entire, I've wasted a large chunk of my life mm-hmm. doing this, mm-hmm. pursuing this. And then that's all happens within like a five minute yeah, span. Yeah. Yeah. It all goes boom, 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 boom. I just like keep going into like the, the circles of hell almost, you know, like, but I think that's, and it, and then it really, the euphoria of a good set fades quickly but the yes. agony yeah, of a yeah, yeah, bad yeah. set lingers. St- lingers. It stays. It fucking stays for days. It stays until I do another set. Yeah. Or something else happens. Or something else bad I can focus on happens. Whatever happens first. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what happens because it's a weird thing to me. I don't understand sometimes the ego of um, athletes mm-hmm. because it's like if they're like like Ali or whoever, like I'm the greatest. So it's like if you go out there and you win, you shouldn't celebrate then mm-hmm. because you're the greatest. Mm-hmm. You knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's no celebration in I'm the greatest and I beat someone who's less than me. Mm-hmm. You're practicing. That's what you're doing. And I know a lot of it is bullshit and ego and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, well, if you're the greatest, then you should you should just win. Mm-hmm. You should win. You shouldn't. It shouldn't be a surprise when you do win if you, if you truly think you're the greatest. So either you're a fucking liar or you're a coward. Mm. And me, I'm both. There you go. So that's how my brain works. A little peek inside. A little peek inside. A little peek behind the Mikey curtain. A little peek behind Mike's curtain. Uh, I yeah. can't think of anything any specific bomb. Um, but it's always the ones that always hurt the most are the ones after, like after we got back from Philly and had the, we had those good shows. I think yeah. the next show I did out after that, I was was a bad show. Yeah, and I was just like, ugh, fuck. Yeah. But it's, I remember the one thing I'll say is like coming from fighting and coming from an athletic discipline, I remember someone was like asking like, oh, what do you do to make yourself feel better after you have a bad set? And I was like, why would I make myself feel better after a bad set? I had a bad set. Yeah. I should feel bad. You should punish yourself. I should feel bad and, and accept those feelings so that I do a better job or work to do a better job. If I if I reward myself, how am I not, how am I just not encouraging that behavior again? Yeah. And I think the other, but the, but, but focusing too hard the other way is also a detriment. Exactly. Like, you want to do, you want to, here's, and I've said this to somebody else, but like the thing I'm actually good at is being the right amount of hard on myself. Yeah. I'm so that not. doesn't hurt me too much. Oh, it fucking. Yeah. But that's like, I mean, it's a thing where it's like, I don't do it as much anymore just cause I'm not going to as many fucking open mics and, and shit. But yeah. like, like how much I was writing like right, I was like, I gotta have these new jokes and blah blah blah. I wouldn't let old jokes flourish. I wouldn't let them become what they could become. Uh-huh. So I was like, I need to always have new material so that people respect me, mm-hmm. so that comedians respect me, so that people know I'm prolific. Mm-hmm. All this fucking dumb shit that doesn't matter. But it like was a detriment to me yeah. instead of like having, Oh, these are jokes that are like, I've been working on for years and I blah, blah, blah. And it's like a thing that I saw literally every other comedian that I respect doing. Yeah. I was like, I need to have a material immediately 
coming out of my fingertips. That's true. Yeah, which um, is a detriment. But also, I don't know. I think it made me better at writing in general. So true, true. So there's there's a positive. On the greatest, comedian. let's move. And in, I'm the greatest comedian that's ever lived. And so. let's move into Movie Pass Corner. Was that the last questions? Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I we, love Movie Pass Corner. We watched the one and only Judgment Night. Oh God, I forgot we watched. Wow, we did it. We watched Judgment Night, a movie I decided we were, we should watch. It's a movie that. I had on VHS growing up and I watched a bunch because I had it on VHS and we had like three VH or, or like 10 VHSs. So we watched those 10 a lot. It, Judgment yeah. Night is a, a thriller, a dramatic thriller uh, featuring Emilio Estevez, Emilio. Cuba Gooding Jr., Jeremy Piven, Stephen Dorf, Dorf, and Dennis Leary. The Dorf Man Cometh. The Dorf Man Cometh. And these gentlemen... Uh, are, are childhood friends and they 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 have a, a night out with the fellas they're gonna go watch a boxing fight on a boxing match in person and they get stuff stuck in traffic they rented an rv for it mm-hmm. they get stuck in traffic and they say fuck this let's go off this exit yeah. and go through the sketchy part of town and as they get off in the sketchy part of town they get lost they maybe witness some things they shouldn't have mm-hmm. and now they're on the run about, for it uh no i'm, I'm not gonna not I'm not going to be too specific because it's kind of fun for people. They want to yeah, watch it. Yeah, that's we true. Are, we are promoting a movie to a degree. You have to pay for it, though. You have to pay I for it unless... I don't suggest paying for it. Unless your ex, your roommate's ex-girlfriend's Amazon is logged in <sighs> and they pay for it. Yeah, that's true. It's $3. Who's going to notice $3? I think you should pay it. Some people. You, I don't know. I don't think you should pay it. It's a fun movie that's I think you very should, long. I think you should... Um, <laughs> What do you call that? Jack off. I think you should jack off. And then see if you want to pay the $3. No, what do you call it when you illegally download a movie? Pirate. Stream. Yeah, yeah, you should pirate it. Yeah, pirate it for sure. But. What did you think of the movie? It kind of sucks. Interesting. Why does it suck? It's. um, So here's the thing. I think the movie sucked, but I enjoyed watching it with you and Kevin. Great. That's what that was my yeah, yeah, my yeah. viewing experience. We got a bunch of snacks. My viewing experience oh, was quite positive. Yeah, yeah. Except TV. for the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's too long. Mm-hmm. It's shot poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, Emilio Estevez was not good in it. He's, he's not a really good actor. Fucking bad in it. I don't think he's ever been good in anything. I mean, here's the thing. Full confession: we're really far into the episode, so I've never seen a Mighty Ducks movie in my entire life. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't like. He's not good. He's not a good actor in them. Yeah. It's a child's movie. He's good in Repo Man. I like Repo oh, Man. Oh, I got to give that a rewatch. I like Repo Man. Okay. I, I have the soundtrack on cassette if you want to listen to that. Yeah, let's listen to it on cassette. Yeah. Um, I like Repo Man, but I don't know if he's good in it or if I... Because Repo Man's a... What's, how do you explain it? It's not a good movie. I love it, mm-hmm. and it's enjoyable, but it's not good okay well let's move on back into to, to judgment night judgment night um over the who do you think best performance worst performance in the movie oh Piv- i think piven is the best piven's movie. really good in it he's overacting uh-huh in a way that is enjoyable yeah piven's really good in it being like um, a pathetic smarmy guy yeah steven dorf is whatever steven dorf is kind he's of blank yeah. plain not bad performance not bad, but, but just kind wallpapery. of wallpapery yeah um, Cuba's are good. Cuba's good. You know, you know, sneakily really good. Mm. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary's great. Dennis Leary's he's really a good f- villain. He's really fucking good in it. Yeah, I think I like Dennis him. Leary might be better than Piven. I agree. I think Dennis Leary is the best. Um, I think all of the everyone around Every- <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, go, go, go. All of the like people in the apartment buildings bad. Yeah, kids bad. Kids bad. Um, the 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 guy in the on the highway not good. The woman on the highway, oh, kind of yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Woman on the highway, pretty good. But yeah, I think Dennis has those three henchmen. The one well, gets uh, gets yappy. He's an awful Peter. No, no, no. The one who like d- goes with the off. long hair. Yeah, who gets who gets shot in the yeah. arm. Yeah, yeah. He's a bad. He's actor. really bad. Uh, rapper Everlast? slash country singer Everlast <laughs> He's was okay. in there. He was fine, but he he, he was plays a quiet guy yeah, with yeah, a goatee. Yeah, yeah. So and it's like anyone could have played that. Peter Green is that? Peter Green is he's r- fucking awesome. Peter, Peter Green's Green one of my favorite character actors. There's an unbelievable uh, 
which we figured out as a fan account mm-hmm. on Instagram called Badass underscore Peter Green. Sick. And it's just a bunch of. Apparently, he's really friends. He's friends with a lot of like New York hardcore guys. Sick. Like he lived with um, Lord Isaac for a while in uh-huh. L.A. Uh-huh. and stuff. Like so sick. So he there's a bunch of pictures of him with like New York hardcore guys with like face tattoos. And if and you're like, who's like, Peter Green? The bad guy from The Mask. He's the bad guy from The Mask. He's the Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. He's in uh, Judgment Night. He's in a whole bunch of shit. He's so fucking good. He's so good at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I think Dennis Leary is really good. I think Pavin is also good, unfortunately, because I don't like him. I don't like him. Yeah, but less hair now. Less less hair, hair then, then than he, he has, has now. now. It's very yeah. funny. Um, good. Emilio bad. Cuba pretty good. Steven Dorff whatever. Okay. And rating? What would you give it? I gave it. I think I gave it two stars on Letterboxd. Okay. Two out of five. Oh, should we, should we transition to calling it Letterbox Corner? That makes more sense now. I think it's Movie Pass Corner because that's how long we've been doing this fucking podcast. Yeah, well, it gives a shit. It's like we have printed shirts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why change. Because it makes more. I think sense. it's funnier to call it Movie Pass Corner now, yeah, especially cause yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> dead for so long. It's been dead for so long. Okay, so your Letterbox score was two. I gave it two. My Letterbox score, which I didn't, I'm not using Letterbox anymore, yeah. is a five. Yeah, it's a perfect movie. Let's see. Let's see what my Letterbox <laughs> review is. Oh, my nose is so itchy with this microphone. I said, this movie sucks shit, and it is bad. <laughs> but also, it's fun to watch with your roommates while repeatedly saying, it seems like we're all having a, ju- a judgment night. <laughs> yeah, it's goddamn right we are. Yeah, but two stars. Uh, two stars, yeah. I think I think two stars out of five is, is very fair for that. Yeah. Film, Moneyball. We rushed Moneyball, obviously. Moneyball rocks, Four stars. Dude. Four out of five. Four out of four. Four point five for me. Yeah. I love Moneyball. I love it, yeah. I think the scene in Moneyball where we both laughed really hard at it, where he's eating a bunch of popcorn out of a coffee filter on his desk, <laughs> so is so funny. funny. <laughs> what a decision! Yeah. Underrated, uh, under the radar actor in that movie, Spike Jones. Spike Jones <laughs> is really good. Spike Jones is so great. He fumbles a word that's like it's, perfect. Yeah. He's like just a little. He's showing he's intimidated by Brad Pitt. Just like a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, perfect. yeah, it's yeah. Perfect. Even though he makes more money than him. Yeah. And shit. Yeah. It's like really. Yeah. Spike Jones is a good actor. When's the last time you watched Three Kings? Oh, I had it on VHS on, on DVD. I watched it quite a bit. He's yeah. great in that too. Yeah, he's good in it. He's trying to be uh, Private Barlow. He's trying to be like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Three Kings. You should, people should watch that. It's a good movie. What else has Spike Jones been in? Oh, great question. Uh, the Jackass movies. The Jackass movies. He's in the Fat Boy Slim video music video. Yeah. Um. It's been a long, long, long way together. together. I've got uh-huh. to praise you like Let's I see. should. Actor in a lot of movies. Bang, bang. The Wolf of Wall Street. Who's he in The Wolf of Wall Street? He's in when he goes to the penny, uh, when he starts working at the penny stock exchange thing. Oh. He's the guy who gets, when he walks in, he's the guy who talks to him. Okay. He's in her. Which I love. He's in her? Yeah, let's see what he I is. I love her. What the fuck he's is he? Directed, he directed oh, okay, her, okay, but okay. he is... Oh, he plays a voice in it. Oh, he plays the, the, the video child game child. Voice, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in her. Her rocks. Um, let's see. He's in a lot of movies that he has directed. But did you see that Jackass got pushed back? I did see that Jackass got pushed Fucking back for next brutal. year. Um, it's because they're going to edit it, Bam Margera. They're going to edit Bam Margera. Yeah. He's in Where the Wild Things Are, which is whatever. I liked it. I saw it in the theaters. Oh, interesting. I watched uh, Netflix is doing a, like a documentary series called Untold. Yeah. And then a couple so far. But last night they uploaded one about the Binghamton Trashers, which was a UHL hockey team. Is that it the same series as the Mouse of the Palace one? Yes. Okay. Uh, Did we talk about that? I don't think so. I loved it. Yeah. Let me finish. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, About the, the, the Binghamton, Binghamton Trashers. Trashers, which is a UHL team that a uh, notorious mobster bought for his son. Okay. And the guy who James Gandolfini in, in The Sopranos is based off, it's this that guy. guy. Oh, okay. His son, his name is AJ. Like it's Anthony based, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, holy shit. Um, but it's really good. Yeah. It's really interesting. Because I heard about this, because I'm into hockey, like I've heard about this team, yeah. but I didn't know all these details. It's really, really, I'd really recommend it, especially if you like hockey or if you like The Sopranos. It's very interesting. Yeah. We did watch the Untold Mouse in the Palace. We watched it separately. Separately, mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it too. Loved I wish it. it was longer. Wish it was longer because I vividly, this strangely, I vividly remember waking up the morning after and, and turning on the TV and seeing so much about it. Did you? Were you a Sports Center kid? 
I would I would, I would click it on occasionally because that's when they're playing a lot of hockey. I would watch Sports Center every single day before school. No shit. I'd watch Sports Center. Yeah, I, that's why I have this weird knowledge of sports and I still kind of follow it. I and the idea it's like it's funny to be like I follow sports, but like in general, I like to keep abreast of what's happening in sports. I keep two breasts. Yeah, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but I would watch Sports Center every single day before school, and then I would come home and I would watch. Around the Horn, and I would watch Pardon the Interruption. Mm, PTI. PTI. Around the Horn is... PTI is... I mean, I'm listening to this uh, that Ringer podcast about Siskel and Ebert, mm-hmm. and they were saying that literally PTI was pitched as Siskel and Ebert, but sports. That's great. That's literally how it got on the air. So smart. And, and Pardon the Interruption is almost like a game show of hot takes about sports. Yeah. Have you ever watched it? It's really fun. I, I haven't watched it in a long time, and it looks all the guy looks like he got some weird plastic surgery on his face oh, or weird. something. But Max Kellerman used to host that, right? No, it's no. always been the same guy. Oh, okay. He might have been Max Kellerman might have been on the panel. My mistake. Because it's just it was always just sports reporters. So let's. Uh, but. Mouse in the Palace. Mouse of the Palace. Yeah, the Mouse of the Palace. Did watching the documentary, did you get anything new out of it or an angle change or opinion change because of the I, documentary? I don't think my opinion changed on it because I was always pro the players. Yeah. I was always pro, um, yeah. I got a newfound soft spot for a lot of the guys on the Pacers who, uh, that I didn't have. I thought it was uh, kind of odd that they didn't really interview a lot of the Pistons uh-huh. to get their side of it. But um, I think I didn't realize how racist the coverage of it was. Exactly. I, yeah. That's something I didn't realize. Just Calling them thugs. thugs yeah, and yeah, yeah. Is the, does the NBA have a hip hop element uh, yeah. to it now? They changed the wardrobe. The, 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 the uh, dress code. Because of it. Had to wear suits Crazy. and shit. Crazy. Because of that and because of Allen Iverson. Yeah. Those are the two. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I didn't really realize the like how racist the coverage of it was, especially even like black commentators mm-hmm. how they were saying stuff. Um, I got a new found soft spot for Ron Artest. Yeah. But I also think he was bullshitting a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? But also not. He's playing up his is, mental is, issues. I I I think he a little. I think he was playing. I think he was um, subverting how much of it, his fault it was. Okay. I think it's a thing where I think he does have mental health issues, and I think he snapped, which people who have mental health issues tend to do are are if, have or, the ability yeah, to do. Put in a situation, you know. So the thing, the thing that was like uh, the one he was talking about laying on the scores table and and counting to to collect himself, I was like, that kind of seems like bullshit. Mm. That's the one that was like, that kind of seems like bullshit. But okay. the rest of it, I'm like, yeah, sure. And what really got me was his. I'd never, I don't know how I'd never seen the clip of him being interviewed after he won with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I never where, saw that either. Where he talks about how he's a coward. He's like, oh, I'm a coward. Because I can't, he's like, I left. Uh-huh. I, I left away. my friends that I said I was going to win with, and I can't look them in the eyes when I'm in the same room as them because mm-hmm. I feel like a fucking coward. Mm-hmm. And that was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. And if you watch the clip, I watched the because they only showed that clip, so I watched the full interview, and it's the fr- that's they ask him like, how does it feel to win? That's the first thing he says in the Jesus. clip. It was literally like he's there. He's I don't remember if he's holding the trophy or not. But they're like, Ron, how does it feel to to win? And he's like, that's the fucking first thing wow. he says. That he fucking, he Intense. feels like a coward for leaving his his friends. Or uh, leaving his, you know, teammates. Yeah, his teammates that he said he was going to win with. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking intense. Um, and just like how much he, how he never apologized to anyone on the team for putting them in that situation. Yeah. I felt uh, much worse for uh, Jermaine... O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. Like how much his career got ruined by that. Yeah. Um, Steven Thompson. Yeah, that whole situation. But he had already won. Yeah. Um, but also just like the the thing that now as watching it, the situation as someone who's been in a, in a fight, in, in more like fight where people are watching situation. Like I've been mm-hmm. in, in, in fights in front of audiences. Yeah. People don't realize 
how kind of afraid you can get when an entire arena is against you yeah and how much you need to defend yourself yeah where it's like i i know that everyone here is against me yeah so some if two people run at me to fight me or, or that's everyone that, that's it's a, gonna be everyone. yeah 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 so i understand a little more and those fucking guys who like ran onto the court like fuck those guys oh yeah like it's just yeah it's fully uh it got put because the nba didn't want to blame the audience the the the, the audience members because mm-hmm. it's like that's what pays our bills mm-hmm. but that just they threw their own players into the bus mm-hmm. they threw their Absolutely. own employees into the bus and go fuck themselves yeah but very good documentary. Really good. I just wish it was a little bit longer. Exactly. But it's also a thing where it's like it's not the last dance because there's not enough meat on the bone for it yeah. to be the last dance. God, the last dance. I rewatched the last dance. It's Did you? So fucking good. It's man. so good. It's unbelievably good. I dude, that was. <laughs> How long? Like, we? We're good. No, I was just okay. thinking like of our like in, uh, like appointment watching the last dance during the, the pandemic. Fun, yeah. Will would come out and sit with us. So fun. Like we're like we're watching the fucking last dance. Looking forward to it every week. It was great. Yeah. It was great getting ready oh, getting snacks yeah we did it baby that was yeah man that was good that was kind of our last hurrah as roommates and then he moved mm-hmm. out then he moved out and fucking got engaged oh my god piece of shit bitch ass follow michael brucey at michael brucey oh follow diego lopez at this diego lopez follow a little time podcast at a little time podcast on both instagram and twitter our dms are open for questions at any time and you can email us a little time pod at gmail Dot com. Do us a favor, five star rate and review, or just if you listen to the podcast, fucking throw a screenshot up on your Instagram. Let people share know. it to your stories. Tell people, hey, these are share friends. it to your stories from Spotify. You can do that. You can do that. We're do on that. Spotify. Just do it once in a while. Do whatever. We love you. We Bye. love you so much. Bye. <laughs>